Hi, this is Tony Cover Magazine. I'm speaking to John Kamau, Corporate Accounts Manager Africa for SSP. John, thank you very much for chatting to me today again. Thank, thanks, Tony, for the invitation. Um, Always nice talking to you. <laughs> absolutely. It's great to catch up with you again. Last time we saw each other physically, I think it was probably about six or seven years ago. It could even be eight years okay, ago. Okay, no, it's probably not, not, not that long was that uh, Aisha when we actually had a conversation about IFRS 17. Ah, okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. That, that, that one, sorry. yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, yes. Mm. Um, John, but um, thanks for catching up with me. I wanted to just ask you a little bit Obviously, technology has become um, sort of the main enabler across the um, insurance value chain. And in Africa, um, I think especially so, um, the innovations, et cetera, coming out of Africa from a technology perspective in insurance has been um, absolutely stunning. So maybe to start off with, if you can give us a bit of an overview of your experience as a software provider in Kenya and the broader Africa um, over the past 12 months. What has it been like and what has been the stuff that has surfaced for you? I'm sure you probably had everybody talk about 2020. It's probably one of those years that um, it's just crazy. Um, I mean, we went through a period that um, we've not had previous experience. And in my more than nearly 30 years of insurance, uh, business participation and everything else. It's the first time I'm seeing this. So I think as a software provider in Kenya and of obviously serving the region during the pandemic, um, the year was quite interesting. Uh, when the pandemic started and uh, lockdowns in several countries were affected, the insurance industry that was mainly paper-based and um, reliant in person-to-person -person interactions itself um, was faced with this new world that uh, they didn't know how to manage. So under the circumstances, um, there was bound to be some turmoil in how the companies are going to, were going to react. And you probably were aware about all sorts of uh, exclusions that were being added onto policies and stuff like that, especially on the health insurance and um, property side travel, tra travel insurance world. So, but um, at SSP, we closed our offices in February and in Kenya and also in region, most of the insurance companies started closing um, their offices in March, getting staff to work remotely. But I think for us, the period before, before they fully closed and uh, the fact that we closed early allowed us now to help customers in assessing their state of readiness for people working remotely. And what was reassuring is that quite a number of them quickly built up uh, uh, structures that would allow them to work remotely, obviously backed up by the technology they had. From a software vendor point of view, it was quite interesting because um, we, you know, we were forced now, because we couldn't travel, we were forced now to implement projects or provide user training and elements virtually. And um, we've had considerable success in this approach where we've probably delivered, I think one or two projects uh, ground up to uh, uh, go live entirely virtually. They've taken slightly longer because, um, say, when you're doing training, what you will be in person one at the end of the day's training would be a whole day sitting in a room. But virtually, you, have, you probably are having to do um, three and a half hour, three hour sessions a day. 
because you can't probably keep the concentration, but that is a challenge that we've had. Um, what I've noticed is that um, the insurers that had robust systems that would allow their staff to log in remotely and do some of the business that um, they, were, they, they, they could manage remotely were quite significantly successful, but it obviously opened, opened up a lot of the challenges to the entire business uh, environment. Mm. So what were the burning issues mostly for, for companies that they, they would um, sort of come to you and say, uh, we need help here, or we, we have a problem here, et cetera? Um, insurance um, was never a non-contact spot. There was always, there you see, had somebody sitting in front of a customer service desk. There was paper that was moving from um, a broker to the underwriter and um, people talking on phone or, or brokers or agents going into offices to chase stuff. And uh, COVID immediately turned the whole industry into a non-contact spot. So some of the burning issues that we've had to deal with is um, insurance companies are now looking at new distribution channels and um, in those the new distribution channels are being able to roll out um, or to, to get to bring in business on their platforms through things like broker portals, customer self-service portals. Um, so that has been the general trend and the kind of demands we are having to deal with our customers. The other ones were integrations into payment platforms like what happened in Kenya is that um, they significantly reduced uh, cash handling or cash transactions to minimize person-to-person um, -person contacts and also probably cross infections using currency notes. So things like the M-Pesa platform became big. The government did help in bringing down the fees and the bank fees down so that we could, um, develop, we could have a non-cash economy. So the challenge for the insurance company was being able now to integrate these new payment channels into their systems because you no longer have somebody walking into a cash office at the insurer. So those are some of the issues we picked up around integrations and also expansion of um, new distribution channels. Of course, in getting to these new customer self-service portals or the broker portals, the one challenge I noticed was that because of the traditional way of work where everything was paper-based data entry and all, once you start deploying these things that the existing processes were very long on a customer journey, but then the new channels require much shorter customer journey to fulfillment. So a lot of them are having to relook their, at their products to where, what can I, how can I reduce the number of questions that I ask a customer before I can fulfill the transaction? And is it possible for me to integrate with third party platforms so that um, I can pull in some of the some of the data that I would require um, to minimize to, to minimize the, the level of um, data entry I need to capture to be able to complete this. So some of the things we're doing, like in Kenya, was integration to the Trans Motor Transport Authority, where the, the the vehicle registration bureau has most basically all the details. So if I can just pull in the vehicle reg registration number, it should be able not to give me all the vehicle details that I would require that ordinarily I would have to capture those manually. So those are the kind of things that insurers are looking at um, at the moment. And, and then John, based on that, are there specific issues that you as a software provider see where you add great value and therefore take advantage of some of the changes that has happened, the shifts that have happened in the industry? 
I think we are lucky because, uh, because I think because of what it is we do internationally, where a lot of um, these integrations are commonplace. In the UK, you got very, very easy their integration to DVLA. So it's the same thing we are trying to pull to push across onto region. So what we've been probably doing is that we've been helping drive, we've been helping to drive it with our customers, so they can see the value of um, you got an, you got a platform that easily integrates to all these other systems. If you can tell us if they can open up that system into us uh, into ours, we'll provide we'll help you with that integration. Okay, great stuff. And 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 just as a last one, I mean everybody is talking about digitization, etc. Mm -hmm. How ready do yeah. you think insurers in Africa are for digitization? Interesting is that everybody talks about uh, digitization. They've got uh, digital officers that have been engaged to run within their own business to grow this. Um, so th th there is a will, intention, and a direction and shift towards uh, digitizing insurance. However, the common frame I get is one where we still haven't gotten to a point where we can conceptualize products that you can sell on a digital platform. And notwithstanding, not just that, even when you conceptualize a product, um, how do you price it? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, we probably, I think the industry has never been a big fan of data, so they probably may not have a, a basis of coming across to conceptualize a product and price it accordingly. Mm -hmm. The other challenge, obviously, is, and in particular on the commercial lines, where everything, most of the business seems to be broker driven. The challenge then that comes is that. Um, the insurers are having a challenge coming to a point where I say, okay, fine. Um, can I change the way the brokers think? Because brokers think, approach things from their view and their rate, rather than the underwriter coming up with their rate. So what the challenge I keep posing to the underwriters is, um, if you come up with a product, which you've priced, and you're coming up with a product that is attractive to the consumer, it will be easier for the broker to sell um, because you, you, you got a product that a consumer wants to buy. Then you have control over your digitization process, your pricing and the product conceptualization. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Brilliant, yeah. No. I mean, exciting times for technology. Um, yes, yes indeed. So yeah, I mean, enjoy John, enjoy. Um, it was great chatting to you and catching yes. up again. And hopefully I will see you in person at some point very soon when this well. blows over.